0: This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean
2: Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every week, even on a subsidized bowl extravaganza. I I, I can't get that straight. Can I say Super Bowl or no? I can't even say it. You can in that
3: context because you were asking whether you could say it. It's discussional.
2: Oh, jeez. All right. Well, anyway, I call <laughs> it the... You can't use it to
3: promote. You can't say it.
2: You is, know why I call like it the subsidized bowl? And this did not get one headline this week. Then that new stadium in Atlanta, which is the team is owned by, I believe, the guy who owns Home Depot. And they built that new stadium. It's, it's, it's the state of the art. It's the best stadium in America, as it's been portrayed. Did you realize? It's gorgeous, actually. Oh, sure it is. And why shouldn't it be when the people gave $700 million in a subsidy to get it built? And the guy who built it owns Home Depot. You think he was paying retail for the stuff?
3: What I want to know is how many times did they have to go to Home Depot? Because you always forget <laughs> something.
2: Here's the thing. This guy made money on building it. He made a, The estimate is $120 million he made before the place even had a key. I mean, it's such a joke. We're going to pretend... Ooh, it's the... the, I Can not Can I say it? It's the Super Bowl Super Bowl. How about if I say it twice? No, I had to dump you. Oh, all right. Yeah. Whatever you want to call this thing. I personally like the Lingerie Bowl.
3: It's the... Well, we can put on our completely non-creative hats and call it the big game. Yeah, all right. Let's call it the big game. It's the big game, everybody. I'm a big fan of the Lingerie Bowl. Unlike the mayor... I like the puppy bowl, personally.
2: Unlike the mayor from Indiana... Who's yeah. running under the Maduro platform. Yeah. Did you hear that? Me? First of all, this is the thing. I don't <laughs> know why Maduro is so upset. What you should do, Maduro, is denounce citizenship of Venezuela, come to America illegally through the no wall, then run for senator of California or just go straight to or the president. The, or one of the boroughs of New York. Why not be his? What, what do we got? Like 30 uh, Democrats, socialists running for um, mayor? I mean, uh, for for. Uh, the Democrat nominee, so let's just skip everything, Maduro, because you are running on the, you're you're governing on the exact platform the Democrats are now running on, and if I'm going to have a tyrant, you know what I like to say, Macbeth, if I'm going to have tyranny, I want it with an accent. I like accent tyranny versus just we pretend that this is somehow Americanism. That's why British people make great sure, bad guys. Why movies. not? Give me some accents, baby. So we have a cornucopia of topics, right? I have to, I like to follow the format of the Sunday show. Now, All as you right. know, I no longer watch the guy losing hair like his neck was on fire meet the press. I won't watch him. Can't stand him. Chucky e. Ted. Won't even, don't even want to say his name. So I watch my, the little dwarfy guy, uh, George Stephanopoulos because he blends in with the Chicago Mafia Democrats. He's, you know, under 5'2", which is the qualification, and he's got those little petite suits on. So he has a show, and I like to follow that format, because I do find his show rather inter- interesting. And in fact, on today's show, he said that Trump is following the, the impeachment prevention that uh Bill Clinton followed with Monica Lewinsky, and he never mentioned that he was the crossing guard for the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Yeah. So I, I you know I love his slitherness. He's he can slither right in between it where you almost look and you feel that this guy has some sort of credibility rather than the the Democrat hack he is. Break and down the the politics smoke out the spin. There's my guy. Love him. And like all the other shows, his first topic was a guy, the only guy who it's harder to, to, to be him tonight versus somebody who bet the over in the big game. Yeah. Right? Those are, those are two pressure points you're under uh, a great deal of strain right now. Um, and what that was is he um, is in trouble tonight for posting. Now, Macbeth, maybe you could help me because, you know, I, 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 pull, right. I, pull a, I pull a Trump on some of the details. I don't want to look at it. Okay. And um, was it, did he post it on his Facebook page? How did they discover the picture of him in blackface and or a hooded clan membership, so, uh, which he's now denying it, it was It was part of his yearbook um, from, I believe, medical school. Medical school in 1984, yeah. which is ironically the same year he entered a dance contest. Because when I look at this guy, I think there's a dancer. No question about
3: it. Now, he made a very strange apology, and I may have been mixing it up, but I'm pretty sure he was trying to say that he had um, done a Michael Jackson costume yeah. because Thriller had come out. But Thriller came out. In 1982.
2: These are small details.
3: Because
2: (laughs) the first reaction he went with was was the Bart Simpson. And that was the first reaction. Uh, With with the...
1: uh... I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. There's no way they can prove anything.
2: That's what he did after he apologized for doing it. Which was... Okay, I'm sorry. Then he thought about it. I'm he slept sorry, on but on it for hey. 12 hours. He said, you know what? That's not going to be strong enough, so I'm going to just come out and deny it. Yeah, he's got the worst PR staff. And then he did what politicians do. It's my favorite thing of all. They call an investigation into themselves. Sure. So we're going to have the, the state of Virginia now is going to pay for face recognition software <sighs> to be applied to a 40-year-old picture, which, uh, you know, hey. Is that going to work with the hood? If it's free, it's not for me, is the uh, slogan of all politicians. Um, so I, I, I can't wait to see how this turns out, but what's shocking and despicable, although even at this stage of of my own um, informed opinion and I constantly looking at this and have been disgusted and recognizing the transformation of our our politics from representatives to rulers and pick. I could almost pinpoint the exact time in our history when it happened, and I like to get all the data and you would think I would be so jaded. So disgusted that nothing could shock me. And you'd be wrong. Because this same scumbag, and let's get his name. I think it's uh, Ralph Northam. Ralph Northam, the same scumbag, on Tuesday in a radio interview with a a local radio station. Do you have the clip ready there, handsome?
3: Yeah, you want it? Yeah, hit the clip.
4: First thing I would say, this is why decisions such as this should be made by providers, physicians, physicians. Uh, and uh, the uh, mothers uh, and fathers that, that are involved, um, there are, you know, when we talk about third trimester uh, abortions, these are done uh, with the consent uh, of obviously the, the mother, with the consent uh, of the physicians, more than one physician, by the way, um, and it's done in case.
3: Can I just say he didn't say fathers again because he knew he screwed up the first time. He's, such a he was, he's he's now mansplaining.
2: Just that foghorn, leghorn, southern drawl <laughs> with the, let's talk like Dick Durbin so I sound reasonable and intelligent. Yeah, right. Makes me sick.
4: But go yeah. ahead, play the rest of this. It's where there may be severe deformities. There may be a, a, a fetus that's non-viable. So in this particular example, uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable, uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the, uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the <laughs> physicians and the mother. So, on whether to kill it. this was really blown out of proportion. Uh, but again, right. we blown want the government not to be involved in these types See, of decisions. We want the decision to be made by uh the the mothers and their providers and and this is not why friars. julie that legislators most of whom are men by the way shouldn't be telling a woman See? what oh. she should and shouldn't be doing with her
3: body okay we're literally talking about a baby that is born and yeah. then the decision is made whether or not to kill it after you resuscitate w- once it's born yeah this can there why... be any statement at that point that it's part of a woman's body once the baby is born this is why i mean I... it's absurd enough to say that it's part of her body when it's when it's Another human being inside her body.
2: But once the baby's born, can you how can you possibly make that argument? I've asked you repeatedly to install a chew toy on this microphone for I know. just this kind of clip, I've asked you repeatedly I to
3: stop touching it while you're I can't
2: take it. I can't take it. And the fact that it is delivered with what is supposed to be perceived as a certain amount of intelligence oh, yeah. and, and dignity oh, and, and and mercy. And it's a, he's a doctor. He's trying to play it like he's right? like it's some merciful thing. Like Joseph Mengele, Right. This scumbag is a doctor as well. See, and this is the clip that should have gotten him to the front of all these news pretend news shows.
3: Right. How many Democrats called for his resignation based on infanticide?
2: And and you know what's funny? I watch all of the I have a cigar store and a couple Democrats, old time Democrats come in. You know, most of them are too stupid to realize they're not Democrats anymore. But they walk in with their canes and their, you know, the whole nine yards. And 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 they watch and they talk and they watch tearfully as we watched the girl with Downs play golf with the pros this week, did yeah. you see that? Yeah, how touching it was. That's was very cool. And you and you see how how I don't care what someone says at the birth of somebody. These are human beings with special gifts and importance and and a certain right to exist. Yeah. And this idiot comes on and talks really calmly and civilly about killing babies yeah. and there is only outrage under a certain amount of society which they can be put off to the side oh those are those kooks those uh pro uh, life people as if right. as a, as all of society in a country of any country should say what are you saying what did this guy say let alone he's an elected official. This is a doctor should tell you that there's something wrong in the process that allows doctors to kill babies. So his party and didn't go after him. Good.
3: Didn't go after him for the infanticide thing. Oh, but now no. that the blackface,
2: you put the blackface, on blackface. There you go. Games you're over. Done. You must go right now. Done. And I wasn't going to bother you, Macbeth, because it was from everybody. Right? But take him down, and it, not one call for his resignation because he's talking about slaughtering babies. None. Shows you where we're at in this country. You should be sickened and disgusted. 312-642-5600. What country do you come from, sir?
0: This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM five sixty, the answer. Everybody
2: knows. That all right, McBeth. I know. I t- touch all the rails in, in in radio. Don't talk about abortion. Why? No, because it, I never. It said has that. purpose and fundamentals. No, I did. Warn here. you
3: about this next topic, but I didn't.
2: Say yeah, anything the next about topic abortion. too, and it, because you know, I was telling you, I never bought the story of the of the kid from Empire. Neither have I. But uh, his we, name is irrelevant. I know he spells it juicy. It's juicy something. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you know what I love about the story? A couple mm. things. I think it's just my real-world life, that the fact that I've been in a few scrapes in my life. I've noticed yeah. two things. Number 1, it's very hard for a sandwich to survive a beating. It just is. Okay. Okay, but the sandwich and this it's remains I, I have beat up many a sandwich in my time. Well, yeah, you beat it up a different <laughs> way, but I think Subway should capitalize on this and really come up with a new slow. It, it tastes so delicious and made so well to withstand an assault. It's I think, the indestructible you know, sandwich. And you open them up in all real bad areas under the the fact that it will survive the beating. So there's subways everywhere anyway. Right. And I never liked the fact that he pranced around with the accessory on his neck. Um which I found it's ridiculous. A weird. But here's the other thing, Mick that I noticed right away. Okay. We're grown men. And uh well, apparently, allegedly, even though they were dressed like a J. Crew model, grown men attack this guy. Right. And I'm going on the witness interpretation right. of the you know, blue hoodie with the with the camel dress shoes. You ever been beaten up mag- by two dudes? First of all, about, I've been beat up by two dudes. Oh, I looked a lot worse than buddy, that. I've been beat up by a lot of guys, but here's the thing: it's the one punch. Here's what I challenge you: yeah. grown men, if you and I get in an argument and we hit each other, <laughs> there's going to be damage to you. To to well, buddy, you wouldn't stand a chance. Number one, how could <laughs> how could I miss that had oh. I could throw a punch from the hallway, and oh, hit I you see in the a head.
3: Pay per view coming. It,
2: uh, there's going to be damage done, aside from a little s- scratch, a paper cut on your eye. Oh. I mean, you're talking about men hitting you. Now, I want you to think about something.
3: Now, I'm going to hit... to be fair, you might not have been hit in the face all those times, but go ahead.
2: I'm going to beat you enough to dehabilitate you to where I'm going to put a noose around your neck. Right. So now, I'm not just fighting and, you. And I beat or you some into other- submission yeah. to where you're allowing me to put this around your neck. Yeah, you are you are unable to stop it from happening. And the sandwich is intact.
3: Now, the strange thing is... So the I'm unable calling poppycock. But hold on. The strange thing isn't the fact that he was unable to stop the news from being put around his neck if it wasn't news. Some sort of rope, they said. Um, the strange thing is that 40 minutes after he got back to his building... When it's they,
2: 40 minutes. You're sure about
3: this? I, that's what I've seen reported, and I have not seen it retracted. 40 I, minutes. So he gets back to his place. 40 minutes later, security calls the cops for him. And when the cops show up, he's still got the rope around his
2: neck. Domino's delivers a pizza in 30. Yeah, 40 sometimes. minutes? Depends on where you live. It's prepos- The whole thing is just publicity preposterous. But here's the downside of our nation. The best pizza takes an
3: hour and a half anyway. This You're from Melrose story, Park, you know that.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This story, this story has world coverage. It's not even it's, nation. Well, yeah. The and it, world is talking about this scam artist.
3: It's sort of, you go back to, you know, the, the lady death protest too much. It, it's too good. The story is too solid. It's too... There See, I didn't think it bleach was bleach involved. There were racial and homophobic slurs supposedly. We got maga hats in on the action. I don't know. Well, there I don't were none. They weren't. No, it was maga slogans. I don't know about you, man. So
2: as I'm beating Look. you, I say this is this is make America great. I'm a tariff guy. I believe in nationalism. Is that how it goes?
3: Right. And we also and yeah, they also said that they uh, believe that North Korea is denuclearizing.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's so preposterous, and they and they negate the fact it was all but radio. In fact, it was Dan Proft. Yeah that mentioned that this kid had a year, one year, of insane tweets when it came to Trump. He's been opinionated. So now we've got to deal with this nonsense of setups and lies and all of this to do exactly what it does, which is take away from the principle and the reality of what we're living in, the argument itself. I
3: don't know about you, but when I go to the ATM, I'm, I'm looking over my shoulder for MAGA hats.
2: Yeah, you're looking for guys with tan dress shoes. Still, phew, you don't want to get Man, beat up by a rough. bunch of fellas that wear tan dress shoes. Rough crowd. You know, when I grew up, if you wore anything but dark shoes, you were considered, you know, a sissy. Yeah. Can you say that now? You can say sissy, but I can't say Super Bowl. All right, fair enough. All right, just wanted to hey, know the rules. Sean, I just don't. Sean, Sean. I don't get the rules. By the way, it's still a tough you game wouldn't for you. Care year-over. about the rules if you did get. All them. right, now here's the thing. I pay. I pay Trump. I give him a lot of uh, criticism when he's wrong. Yes. And when he's right, I chanted, and I've been chanting it for a year. Yes. About the Syria. A lot of people like to ignore that part, but yes. So I have felt his position in foreign affairs is pretty spot on. For the most part. And I'm not including his economic takeover when I talk about trade. That's, That's not, different. to me, foreign affairs. What I'm talking about is I felt he was right for 18 years when he said, what the hell are you doing in Iraq? I felt he was brilliant. I felt he was right when he criticized the Bush administration and when he criticized the spending. I even liked... Can I point out that we went into Iraq 16 years ago? Anyway, go ahead. Whatever. I even liked his criticism of questioning the information given to us by government when it came to Building 7. I thought it was was well thought out. I thought he... It's wrong, but it's well thought out. I thought he was... Whatever. I still have a hard time with 7. But anyway, I I, I got all of... I I will go with him when he's right, and I will go with him when he's wrong. He did something here that I I can't figure out how to explain, Macbeth, other than the fact that there truly is a shadow government inside our government. Let's see if
3: I can help you out with this.
2: Okay, because his position on Syria has been quite clear. And on December 19th of last year, he said, that's it, we're out of here. Yeah. And everyone... Everyone went crazy who is in the administration, who receives campaign contributions from defense companies, who has a a horse in the race and profits from the insane amount of money we're spending as it to be an imperial power around the world. Right. And I was so comfortable in the fact that, listen, this is Big Donnie, this guy, if anybody can break that chain, it's this guy.
3: Well, there's something to be said for there's an element of hypocrisy in it. Because when we announced, when Obama announced that we were leaving Iraq and said dates and things like that, um, Trump criticized him for that, rightly so. Um, I criticized him for that. I know you have. And it turned out to be solid criticism because ISIS popped up in the meantime. So when you're going ahead and saying something about Syria, oh, we're going to leave. You really do need to put a little bit more into that than, oh, we're just going to leave and this is the time I, we feel we're done. We lost five guys still a mess.
2: in Afghanistan and Iraq last month. Five yeah. guys. Five guys, none of whom should we should have, they shouldn't have been injured, let alone killed. Correct. So, in my opinion, I want everybody gone. Get out. That's it. That's me. Because well, but then my kids end argu- up having
3: to deal with but
2: that's, uh,
3: the later issue. So, we've it, seen it over and over It's a leap
2: and of faith argument. And here's the other thing. Yeah. Here's the other thing about it. It goes under the assumption that then you're always going to be there. If I believe that, I because the reality of what assumption. we're fighting is we're fighting an I- ideology. You're, it's, you're never going to kill it. Well, but that's You can't the beat it because it's an idea.
3: But that's the problem is that you can't fight the ideology. What you have to do is fight the organizational structure of whatever that ideology is putting forward. So if it's ISIS, you have to fight whatever, whatever sects of ISIS there are. Uh, in I'm certain against, locations, if it, but the other thing is, too, Assad is just as much of a threat oh, I, as
2: ISIS. Well, there's a lot going on. Yes. Right? There's a lot going on with the fact that these countries that if were- If
3: Russia wasn't in there, we'd have a much clearer Well, here's way the other thing.
2: Go. I ha- I I don't know if it's just a coincidence, which yeah. I don't really like coincidences.
3: No, they don't usually pan out to actually be coincidences.
2: But it also seems that these are all countries that want to stop the petrodollar. Yeah. Gee, that's a coincidence. Yeah. Have we ever gone to war with a country that didn't want to stop exchange in the petrodollar? Grenada. It <laughs> wasn't a war. That was, that yeah, was we a were little bit side, worse actually. than the mugging with the kid with the subway sandwich. We, we were on Maybe the side of Grenada. Maybe a little bit worse. I don't know, brother. I'm, I'm having I... a hard time with the fact that, that he, in, in, on today's uh, CBS interview, basically bent the knee and said, yeah, it does look on Face the Nation. He did it. It does look yeah. like, uh, in order to protect Israel, and then he gives he gives the, the the card of, don't criticize me too much. After all, I'm protecting Israel. Does the 11 million a day protect them? Does the the the, the insane amount of of money and access does that protect them, or is it the fact that we're always going to have to fight wars for other people? Because that's what you're doing in Syria. Well, that well I isn't mean, about America? We could protect Israel
3: line. the same way we protect Taiwan, which is just to say. If anybody messes with you, we're coming full force. And China otherwise would have taken over Taiwan many times over, and they
2: haven't. And the the simple reason is because they don't want that. So, Macbeth, the answer is that we're just going to have to keep having troops all around the world. We're going to have to keep up our imperial power the way it is. We're going to have to keep up the mindless and ridiculous spending with virtually no restraints as to how we waste it. Right? No oversight, no regulation. Right? Until you find
3: a better solution which can be responsibly enacted. That is the. uh, And we're going to ignore
2: the fact that, like Medicare, like Social Security, this war and the costs are bankrupting and and have destroyed any future economic success our country can have. And we're just going to have to keep telling the lie of ignore the debt. Our guy's in charge. It is just a hamster wheel of failure that leads to absolute and total servitude for the citizens of America. I'm sorry but that's it. We're going to have to protect Israel. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages.
0: Liberty are. Call Sean now at 312 642 5600.
1: I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. There's no way to can prove
0: anything.
2: <laughs> That'll be my claim when everybody gets mad about that. You didn't say what the game is, right? I think you you should... said big game. All the yes, I said big game. I think you should just have that on uh, on a little soundboard on your phone for when you're talking <laughs> to your wife. I think I should. Um, so listen, as you can tell, my real discussion and disgust with people. Parties mainly focuses on Republicans when the only thing they truly agree to is bipartisan failure when you cannot see the separation in the solutions or pretend solutions in the very failure government creates. Right. I say, listen, forget it. Let's stop pretending we have rights or we have an option or we have a chance at winning. I think it's over. You know what I'm sick of huh. you, with, with
3: Republicans? You go ahead and you see them on Capitol Hill and they go, oh, yeah, we're going to stick to our guns. We're going to stick to our oh, guns. Oh, that's it. And then, then what they do is they compromise not just on some details or whatever. They compromise principle, and they want you to praise them for it because they worked in a bipartisan manner. You know they, what they call it? Today, they get some
2: the compromise done. They get something done. Now that's called conservatism today. All right. right. There you go. I, and I One thing that is um, truly I think we need to recognize is when they are on something where they're selling a safety or a solution they can never possess.
3: Well, as David Lombardo, the host of the show after this one, has said many times, whenever they talk about safety of kids, grab your wallet.
2: Right. Well, when they talk about even more safety of yourself and your health in the future, right? that's when the, the guppies out there, the people with the 40% IQ or 40 point IQ and lower, they just nod and say, help me, save me. Do what you do. And they don't recognize the fact that for the last hundred years, that has led to where we're at today, which is insurmountable debt and the shrinking of your liberty to where it isn't even, it doesn't exist. You, well,
3: do, they, you, are, they, you have no liberty. There are many people who want someone to tell them, not only do you have no control in your life, and not only are you not capable of of, you know, overcoming this insurmountable system that's placed in front of you, but here's the answer.
2: And inevitably, those people are just being used. And this was the fear in the 60s that really rose to the conservative revolution of the 80s, was the, the fear over a socialized medicine, a socialized health care program. Oh, sure. It's like a, a seventh of our uh, economy, or a sixth of our economy. And now, you have the fact that both parties are running on single payer to, to a certain extent. To a certain extent, yeah. The only rebuttal to it is by Republicans who want to pretend... That we can commingle the failure of socialism with the freedom of capitalism. Without recognizing we don't have that. We have corporatism. No, what? It, yeah,
3: what it is is capitalism right? without the freedom.
2: It, you have the, the payoffs, the schemes, right. the, the commingling, the, the interaction with Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and the government, and the subsidies, and the fact that there, our Republicans are telling me, no, 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 you have freedom. It's called Blue Cross and Blue Shield, without recognizing that you are in jail. You are in a straitjacket right. due to the fact government has put you in that straitjacket. Yeah. And there is no way out. There is just money out of your pocket. That's it. Well, you know the saying... that
3: you know well like i says uh careful
2: yeah
3: <laughs> uh bs walks and money talks yeah oh yeah okay so now both talk and
2: and bs and, talks and money talks louder and i said earlier my first sentence in the show was maduro In Venezuela, we are following his economic plan. We are following his trade policies. And now, more importantly, we're following his health care system, which will lead you to bringing your aspirins and your sheets to the hospital because that's where it goes. It doesn't work. There is no such thing as Medicare. There is just a pit of failure with a title called Medicare. And it is bank it has been bankrupting the nation. Yeah. It is one of the major major problems with our debt and with our spending and with complete fraud. You know yeah. what, what what and what the baby boomers getting old, it's skyrocketing. It's right? sickening the fraud in Medicare the fact that it is an open system for any scumbag who pretends to be a healthcare provider whether he's driving people to the f- to the physician whether he's selling braces or knee knee things right. or back it's all scams
3: yeah, it's right? just as sickening when somebody says, hey, we need to cut the fraud and waste out of Medicare, and this disingenuous argument comes from the other side. It's, oh, no, you just want to deprive
2: old lady. You want to push an old lady off the cliff. And, and we all know so old tired. people. I've lived around them my entire I've life. i never one lives in my house. I never heard one who said, Jesus, uh, Medicare saved me. Thank right God for... Medicare, it saved yeah. me. I've heard thank God for Part C
3: quite a number of times.
2: Well, because it's it's another lie that pretends to be, you know, it gives you the medicine. Well, it,
3: it makes it affordable, though.
2: We did it? Because that's why you have pharmaceuticals that are costing six times what they cost But what I'm to, saying is yeah. it makes
3: it affordable for those people to say, oh, thank God for that.
2: Yes. So um, when I hear um the Soviets and the socialists and the uh, Venezuelan health care champions like Camilla Harris. um, Kamala Harris. I'm gonna say Camilla because I know you are. Tomato Tomato. Well, uh, hit me with some Camilla. It's one of the reasons I hate you. Okay.
4: I believe the solution, and I'm and I'm actually feel very strongly about this, is that we need to have Medicare for all.
2: Just so you feel stronger.
4: That's just the bottom line.
3: Well, if there's one thing we've learned this week, it's being morally right is being better than factually accurate.
2: Now how many people cheering are on Medicare?
3: I don't know, but there's quite a bit of them cheering and they cheer is for a long it? time, so I'm gonna play it while you finish it up.
4: I'll say this, and this is, I think, why you're also asking this question. What we know is that to, to live in a civil society, to be true to the ideals and the spirit of who we say we are as a country, um, we have to appreciate and understand that access to health care is is, should not be thought of as a privilege. It should be understood to be a right.
2: It's actually the opposite.
3: Yeah. See that's a, what you do. It's a product that someone is selling. Just
2: pull a jujitsu on the fundamentals of freedom and pose tyranny as a, as something we absolutely have because it's a fundamental foundation of America. Because I can remember this being part of the revolution, right? As we fought off the king, the one thing they said is health care for all. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this.
0: You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling three one two. 642
3: six, Man, I was just looking at the stream.
2: St. Louis it. is in a bad spot. <laughs> yeah, St. Louis.
3: <laughs> Technically you're not giving a description of the game no. if uh Shit, if you're using the original city. Well, actually, no, LA was the original city. Did the, you uh, see sales.
2: that Las Vegas?
3: I'm, my head is really shiny on the stream.
2: Oh, it's come on, have you seen it? It's like a weather balloon. I don't know. I don't have the ability Vegas to look at my head. Gave the Raiders Yeah. 600, some ridiculous amount of of millions to come to, and it's taxpayer money, I can't watch the game, what are you nuts? It
3: shouldn't take anybody that much money to decide to leave Oakland.
2: The stadium you're playing in was subsidized by poor people to a guy who's worth billions upon billions, and owns a company that produces building material, are you nuts? But it looks nice. (sighs) Yeah. the end of the world really i, I hear
3: also that the acoustics are fantastic which is
2: why people in illinois have no problem for a guy like me who hates the idea of a genocide like abortion take my tax money and pay for it for everybody yeah, right. so i mean I, i'm wondering why we're in this predicament well you know who can help me one of our faithful callers oh really john from palatine on a different subject john how are you buddy All right I... i'm good sean how are you wonderful wonderful
4: I I decided to take a pause from uh, that other show that's going on right now.
3: Yeah, lingerie bowl. uh, See, at least John knows how to say it. The lingerie bowl.
4: I I, I just wanted to comment on, uh, uh, it's very interesting how confident
2: Kamala Harris is when she talks about spending someone else's money. She's never confident when she's talking about spending her own money, just everyone else's. I love this girl. Not to mention... You know, if, if I were a woman, this is how I would have played the cards. I would have dated the old son of a gun to give me the appointment, so then I could lead to be senator. Right. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I admit it. And not to mention, I look great in high heels. So I like the fact that the Democrats completely give. I want proof of that. That's you. okay that you slept with a married mayor right. in order to get your appointment. Now we're <laughs> yes. going to take you seriously. Hey, do you have any economic <laughs> ideas, honey? Because if I could follow, you're like a third wife. <laughs> you know how to play the game, baby. So I, I give her a little credit She's where credit is due. You know what I mean? The problem is there's nobody you can date to pay off Medicare. Nobody. <laughs> it's sickening <laughs> to me that we take this, this <laughs> dimwit seriously. It's almost as sickening when we take a dimwit well, like Obama maybe, seriously. Maybe if you could get... Uh, because the idea that socialism is somehow affordable, you have to be either a moron or a greedy loser to accept it. I think Don't you're onto that. something. I think you're onto something. If we could get Bezos... Hey, do you think she'd date Bernie? If, I don't know. Bernie might not have... A, if he's in a position to give her an appointment... I, I, he's not going to be able to cover Camilla's Medicare game. either. And I'll tell you what. Unlike most of the Democrats, she doesn't make me throw up in my mouth when I look at her. I'm te- well, okay, that's fair enough. Right. I'm, I'm telling you, though, you might be onto something. If you can get
3: Bezos and his, and his newly ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife, the Gateses... Listen. Uh, hold on. You get Warren Buffett. You get all these people yeah. into a good, big, polygamist cult. Mm-hmm. And then if they pool resources, they might be able to cover like uh, six weeks of the federal budget. You're
2: scru- screwing with my retirement plan because yeah, right. I got my eye on Bezos' ex-wife because I look <laughs> great in tennis shorts and she's going to be able to afford me. I like where this is going. John, thank you so much. Nothing makes more thank sense you, like a, uh, a congresswoman who slept her way to the top coming up with economic ideas. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's empowering. It's very, you know, it's very me too. Is that me too or me three? Uh, that's me also. All right. Fair yes. enough. Well, I'm going to tell you another thing that bothers me. We have time for me to get jump segments. Oh, why not? Can my ADD kick in? Why? Stop I, now. I have an article on Zero Hedge. Oh, no. That Great. just came out four minutes before my show. Okay. And you know how so I've been- at the beginning of your prep time. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you know how I have constantly, and you know this because you've been listening to me for years, how I've always said- <laughs> You assume so much. nationalism is based in a lie. Correct. That it it takes government like the subsidies right? right, and we call it a jobs program when you right. subsidize a billionaire to we give him money to build a stadium
3: I can 't remember who said it, but somebody said it, it was perfect that nationalism is a combination of, of the worst of patriotism and the worst of a love of
2: government I think that was me but anyway no, it wasn't yet. no it wasn't me um, but what it does is it, it it gives you a fake sense of security where you can come out and you could say look at the job numbers Friday they were phenomenal reported double what they should have been, 300,000 jobs. Yeah, where's the adjustment? Well, they don't tell you that the majority of these jobs are subsidized because when they're when they're created through using government rule to cr- to create the lack of competition in an industry, that, also that industry the... can hire more because it has no competition. It doesn't have to produce value. Does that number include seasonal jobs? Because it does. when you're including November and December, the seasonal jobs are through the roof. But you know what? It leads to a title like, Black Monday on Zero Hedge. Because you know what tomorrow is? So we're going to celebrate the 300,000 jobs. Okay. But they're going to lay off 4,000 people on Monday morning. Okay. This is GM. Because the reality is, ultimately, it's it's a fake pop. Yeah. When you prevent competition, it's not a real economic growth. So GM can't sell cars without the massive subsidies and tariffs to make the other cars of more value to the people out of touch in the in right. after those and strangely
3: tariffs. now moving a, a, a factory it was fine for the last 35 years but now moving a factory to Mexico or Canada is is now a very unpopular thing we didn't care when they were destroying Detroit right. and destroying uh, uh, you know other Louisville and, and some places where they would shut down plants and half the place would live. IBM left the town, Greencastle, Indiana, where my mom used to sure. live, and, and half the town was unemployed.
2: And you know what it allows you to do? It allows you to not address the issues that made the company not productive of course in the first place. it gives place. you an escape. Guard. So what this does, this is why I say it's the strongest bolster for a, for a labor extortion racket called Unions. All that nationalism, all that tariffs do are bolster extortion rackets. And that's what what a union is. It's labor extortion. It extorts the people who are a part of the labor union. And it extorts the companies that need the labor. It is the perfect creation. And it could only really be created by mobsters. Because they extort everybody and they're painted with virtue. Which when somebody can explain to me how they can suck out an incredible economic industry out of two people participating... Then you show me how it's a value when it costs you jobs. The union costs GM these jobs. It's outrageous. We have to recognize economics if we're going to save economics. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. 312-642-5600. I don't know what
4: we're yelling about!
0: This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, an a five sixty.
2: This is the Liberty Hour, where we recognize that sabotage is worse than an opponent when it comes to your belief system. It's far worse to have what we've had as Republicans, as conservatives, which are neocons, pretending to be conservatives, pretending to be Republicans, where they have changed those terms to where they mean nothing anymore. And what
3: sucks about the one we're about to mention is that sometimes he says some really great stuff. Sometimes he is so on the money. I never it's, forgot that when really he f- flipped out about the
2: dog thing and when he His said kinda, You remember yeah. that whole he thing, has some, Tucker? some oddball points. You got to wonder what's real and what's So wrong. I like Tucker. You know, I never was a country club kid. I didn't have one of those crests on my shirt. My mom and dad didn't send me to boarding school. Nope, but if no I did, I would be Tucker Carlson. So Tucker has a tendency to do what the establishment Republicans love to do, which be is to be a complete statist, be a complete and utter statist yeah. and pretend that somehow he still can, at the end of his show, say, I'm a conservative and I'm a Republican and this is a conservative network. Because it it hasn't been. And the problem is you get the older people who aren't paying attention who love Tucker Carlson, right? Because he's got the hair from the 80s. And everybody likes the hair of the 80s, that whole uh, uh, big band stuff. So what they do is they disarm themselves and they let it slip by when he's preaching an idea that Ocasio-Cortez herself believes in. And that is government.
3: This is a long clip, so I don't know if we're going to get
1: through it, but yeah, we, we can jump. A new study in America's top pediatrics journal finds that high levels of screen time are associated with delayed cognitive development in small children. Studies by the National Institutes of Health have found the same thing. Hours spent staring at devices lowers kids' scores on thinking and language tests.
3: I'm not sure if smartphones I believe that, by the way. have
1: made our kids mean... dumber. It's measurable. But they've also made their kids much uh, less happy. To an extent. Thanks to smartphones, kids have nonstop access to Facebook, Instagram, and other social
3: networks. I don't know that smartphones are really the issue. I think it's what he just said. Um, You know, and he goes on to talk about uh, suicide rates increasing coincidentally with the rise of smartphones and, and uh, social media and that. And I said something to you earlier, which is, yeah, I think the more human beings you interact with, the more you want to kill yourself. <laughs> the other, the, I mean, that, it, it has I said to do this with in 08. I'm going to cue this up to the end, because I want to get to his end points. So the ahead.
2: more socialism that enters a country, the more hopeless the people realize they are. And that's what causes the suicide rate to go up. It isn't the fact that we have smartphones now and we can instantly communicate with each other. It's the fact that we are hopeless because the system fails while both... Political parties pretend it isn't. But go ahead, go to his broader point, which is even more scary. That's when you're supposed to hit the button. No, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I told you, I'm oh. queuing this up. That's how radio works. <laughs> the, the, when when Republicans, when the opposition to tyranny preaches tyranny, it is time for you, the citizen, to recognize that. You have an obligation to yourself and to your family and to freedom itself to say, look, at, when Donald Trump preaches fascism and tyranny, yeah. it's fascistic and tyrannical.
3: Alright, here we go. go. Oh, it didn't work. So oh, I hate this thing sometimes.
2: You mean I did all that? Alright. Alright, yeah, so we're talking. not going So, the point of, of what you have is to recognize that, and in order for us to defeat that, we have to stop our, our, our representatives, number one, they're the most important, but moreover, stop what we consider to be the conservative version of a socialist network like CNN. If Fox all of a sudden starts to co-mingle and sound like CNN, what you're what you're realizing is that's the trend of your politicians because they are controlling the alternatives to the socialists that bolster the ratings at CNN and MSNBC.
3: Yeah, all right. He he gets to this point here. Go, here we baby. go. Let's see. Please work. Parents need
2: help. Hey,
1: and you there's no reason that the Congress, which made smartphones possible in the first place, yeah. shouldn't be part of the solution.
3: He's talking so about banning a, yeah. smartphones Ban for people. Smartphone understand. use for children. Insane.
1: Pass a federal law tomorrow. Why wouldn't we do that? An addictive. Uh, product I do Science has determined gravely harms kids. Sound familiar? Once upon a time, people actually argued. Yeah, I'm so, not even going to listen to him talk about cigarettes. Who said that the
2: government created
3: smartphones?
2: I, I don't know. Congress is responsible
3: for creating smartphones, therefore they should ban them for it kids. It is
2: our obligation as conservatives <laughs> to recognize that government is made up of people, very flawed and very corrupt people. Yep. They're not a magic entity. Bye. This is the Liberty. I have to go
3: home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go
2: home